We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ryan, we're, we're going to dive into the mailbag. I'm going to start off. We got we got some super chats down here, man. We got a got a big one from Double R. I appreciate you, man. And he says, uh, "I just put a hundo in. Love you guys. Any Drake Bowen info? Yeah, we'll give you Drake Bowen info for a hundo. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. Um, I'll do I mean, just about anything for a hundred dollars. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa. See now that could get clipped. Whoa, that could get clipped. <laughs> just pump the brakes on that one, there, cuz." Um, look, I thought Drake had a great spring. I mean, he did. There's a lot. He's still learning. You saw an example of that in the first series of the spring game. Yeah. He crashes the line hard, man. He got downhill in a hurry. Only problem is he hit the wrong gap. <laughs> and the running back bounces outside, 30-yard gain. Yeah. But then he settled in and he made a lot of plays. The athleticism pops, Ryan. The physicality pops. I mean – and and he's a little bit more, and I'll be honest with you, he's a little bit more instinctive than I thought he was going to be. Drake yes. always struck me as a, kind of just an athletic guy learning to play football. I was impressed by how instinctive he looked in yep. the practices that we saw. You know, the patience that he showed. So, I, I, I mean, look, I had Drake as a, I, I think I had him as a top 50 guy. Let, let me go look. I might have had him as just a top 100 guy. Let me go look at my final grade for Drake because I don't remember all of them. And I want to make sure that I'm I'm being accurate here. I had Drake as a top fifty prospect. He he's backed that up. I mean, and that's honestly, you want to know what Ryan? You know, one of the things that and we didn't talk about this yesterday. We should have what we learned about the spring. You want to know what the most one of the most exciting aspects of the spring was for me is the fact that a lot of our uh, the things that we hoped for from the young the young the young guys turned out to be accurate. You know, that, 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 you man, I really hope this receiver class is really good. And you come out of spring saying they're as good as advertised. You come out of the spring saying this freshman linebacker class is as good as advertised. He got hurt, but prior to that, Christian Gray's as good as advertised. We didn't get a seat at Chance. He had Don Schuler, didn't get to see much of Ben, of Ben, uh, Ben Minich. You look at Kenny Minch and say he's raw, got a lot of work, but the arm, the arm pops, right? Yep. You, you look at, uh, Sam Pendleton, right? I didn't expect Sam to play, but you're like, boy, this kid's this kid's who I, he is who I thought he was. 
it's a worker. There's yeah. been a lot of years where I'd go to fall camp and be like, um, this kid needs a lot more work to get to where I thought he was going to be. This group has shown it. And that's not so much an evaluation standpoint. Cause I mean, I always, I always, if I didn't think my opinion on the kid was right, I wouldn't say it. Sure. But it's just more about that. It speaks to the whole, the differentness of these kids, the advancedness of their skill set, And the fact that this kid, this group came in right away with no fear, no has, well, there's one kid that was hesitant in the spring and that was Preston center. Yeah. And then look what he did in the blue gold game. <laughs> Very Sam Hartman ish of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Balled out. Right. Yeah. So that's a, that's a positive is the, the freshman class and, and obviously Drake is part of that. To me, one semester in is as good as we'd hoped that they would be at this point in time. I'm very, yeah. very excited about that. About I'll, that I'll, I'll, one thing I would say about Drake too, man, is that kid is a worker, man. I yeah. can't imagine playing football, baseball, and being a student at the University of Notre Dame and still flashing as much as and he thriving. is on the football field, man. Like yeah. he, man, that's a lot of workload, man. But he is thriving in it right now. He really yeah. is. So I'm excited. I mean, he's. 6'2", 232 pounds already, right? It's like that kid has a lot of upside, man. So I'm excited about him in the future. There's no doubt. If you like Drake Bowen coming in, then you should be excited by what we saw this spring because he is he's exactly what we'd hoped. And again, if anything, in certain areas, maybe a little bit better, even a little bit better than I thought it was going to be. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. James O'Reilly with Super Chat or Super Sticker. James, thank you very, very much. We have another Super Chat here from Chief Brody. Chief Brody says, good stuff as always, fellas. Thank you, Chief. I am worried that Tyler Buckner and Tommy Reese bowling out at at out at Bama might say about what it might say about Notre Dame, especially if Notre Dame struggles on offense this year. I mean, why are you assume literally you're literally assuming the worst case scenario with everything? Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. I mean, sure. If Tyler goes to Alabama and leads him to a title and Notre Dame's offense sucks, it's a bad thing for Notre Dame. 
But why would you assume that? I mean, a lot of bad things could happen. He could go down. I mean, I love you, Chief Brody. It's BK PTSD. It's not winning a title in 35 years. I get it. I get it. I'm not worried about that. I guess yeah. where I would say I'd be worried about it is if I thought there was a chance. I think the greater chance would be Tyler goes to Bama, and if he does ball out, and I, if Tyler goes somewhere else, Ryan, I'm rooting for him. I am. Yeah. I, I, I want him to be successful. I just think what would also happen is Notre Dame would also be really good on offense. Agree. And you'd say, okay, this is why Notre Dame was super high on Tyler Buckner. But then you're also going to say, but this is why they also brought in Sam Hartman. Correct. That's what I think is more likely. I think the second most likely one is Tyler doesn't win the starting job at Alabama and Notre Dame balls out. I think the the least likely scenario by a thousand miles is that Tyler balls out and Notre Dame stinks on offense. And and I would say if if both sides ball out on offense, it evens out, right? Because it's right. like Tommy's gone and then it's a new offense coordinator. Right. And, and so it just bounces it, out. Man. And it's it good for matter. Notre Dame because yes. kids will say, hey, look, I'll go there and compete. Because I know that I'll get coached up, get ready, and then I can go somewhere else if it doesn't work out, right? And it helps you with coordinators. Hey, you know, Notre Dame. Because what's the big, the big knock is for a long time, Notre Dame was their, – their coordinators were getting jobs at like Miami of Ohio and UMass yeah. and places like that. <laughs> now it's like, okay, Clark Lee gets an SEC job. Yes. Mike Elko gets a you know Texas A&M job, which leads to the Duke head coaching job. You know, Lance Taylor gets an OC job in, at, at a Power Five school, and then a year later, he's a head football coach. John McNulty gets a Power Five you know, assistant coach to gets a Power Five OC job. Tommy goes and gets the Bama job, and if he does well, then you know uh, that helps Notre Dame because, like, hey, look, you know, you can come here and, and make some money and get a chance to go to that you know a higher level, if not do that yep. here. So, I mean, uh, look, I'm not rooting against Tommy. I'm not rooting against Tyler if Tyler goes somewhere else. I, I My whole pushback is simply on the last part is. But, that I mean, I get it, though, man. That's where we are as Notre Dame fans, right? I mean, it's I just like it. everything that could go wrong. Hey, I like this George O'Leary hire. Wait a minute, what? He's being fired already? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just – that's been – man, I'm I'm super fired up about this Charlie Weiss there. Look what it started. And then, bam, three and nine. Yeah, it's just been it's just been the way that it's been, right? It's just you always anticipate the worst possible scenario. So I get it, Chief. It's just you know, um, I'm just I just don't view it that way, man. And I'm also trying to be more concerned about looking at the positives. But part of the reason that makes it easier, Ryan, is there's a lot of flipping talent on this team, for sure. And then yeah. and then Chief did have a follow up to that, also, Ryan. Chief says, follow up to your super chat would be like Jack Cohn leaving Wisconsin and, and revealed to be a really good quarterback, but would be like 10 times that. I mean, uh, I, sure. I mean, but I mean, but like the difference between the Wisconsin to Notre Dame thing and the Notre Dame, Alabama thing. Right. I mean, I feel like Notre Dame, Alabama is more on the same wavelength mm -hmm. closer than what Wisconsin, Notre Dame is. Right. Like, I just think that that's a very different. And also, I mean, if we're talking about the structure of an offense too, Brian, it's like, it's tough for a quarterback to ball out at Wisconsin consistently, right. just based upon what they're asked to do, unless you're Russell Wilson for that one right. year. Right. At the difference between Notre Dame and Alabama shouldn't be as drastic as what it's been in years past. So I, I hope that it isn't this year. Hopefully. Right. I, I mean, you know, yeah, I just, I'm not, I'm not worried about what you're worried about chief, just because I think Notre Dame's offense is going to be pretty good this year. Yeah. And it's going to be pretty good this year. 
Bailey Brad. Today, yeah, it is. It is. It's fights good, but this I, I think these kind of topics are going to help with that stuff, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, Bailey. Br- Bailey Brad super chat. Bailey Brad, thank you so much for the super chat. Official statement from Colorado that all players can have film prior to spring of 2023 just came out. Oh, okay, so that's a little which bit is good. Though. Good. Yeah. Now here's the only thing: there needs to be a, a a my bad from Coach Sanders associated with that. In my opinion, if he's going to completely uh, eliminate any chance of of there being any like left lingering. Um, like problems, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes, there needs to be a, you know what? I I made this mistake because look, I think, you know, we live in a society where people are always certain. Some groups of people are always looking to tear people down, right? And and social media has created that. But I, but I've said this before. I think there's a there's the social media world, and then there's like the real world. I don't, I don't, I don't think like you how people act on social media is especially people like their names, not on there, their faces aren't on there. You know, they're, they're they're cowards. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. In the real world, people still appreciate when you're, when you're willing to say I I was wrong, right? Some of the biggest compliments I've ever gotten from people on the show are when I say, you know what? I was wrong about this kid or I was wrong about this situation. You'd be, you know, having what I can't say is people just apologize all the time for every, every every time somebody pushes back on you. Oh, I'm sorry. I was wrong. No, I'm (laughs) going to stand and fight for what I believe in. But when I'm wrong, I'm going to say I'm wrong. And coach prime was wrong on this. He was wrong on this. It's okay. You need to beat him up on it, but you, but part of forgiveness has to come from an an asking of forgiveness of, Hey, you know what? I screwed up. And I think most people would respect the heck out of him if he did that. Agreed. And it would actually grow his reputation, in my opinion, because you'd see because you'd see a human side of Dion, the, the side that you and I have heard about for years, Ryan, behind the scenes about his compassion and his willingness to get in the community and help this disadvantaged people that we don't see enough about. We see the flash. We see prime time. We see all that stuff. Right. You know, yeah. we don't see that part. The right. more people get to see that part of Dion, the better it's going to be for Coach Sanders, in my opinion. I agree. And Agreed. and this is an opportunity to say, you know what? Uh, so show some humility. You know yes. what? I, I I screwed up. I, this is this is the world I'm coming from. This is the way I looked at it. It was wrong. I screwed up. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna give access to film to these kids. That, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I so we it, we we got a big one. My man, Mike that. Slade, my dude. Just cause, Mike. Just I appreciate cause. you. Mike is a Mike has been a friend uh, to me and to Irish Breakdown for a very long time. Uh, and I don't know if I know anyone who loves University of Notre Dame more than than my guy Mike. So, Mike, I appreciate you. Appreciate you. I got a chance. First time I met Mike was actually at a dinner we had the night before the Fiesta Bowl in 15 when Notre Dame played Ohio State. So, great man. Um, thank you, Mike. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because he gave us a giant super chat. <laughs> yeah. I felt that way anyway. Uh, Mike is, is really, really good people. So I, man, I, I, I appreciate I feel like you, I'm in Jerry, I feel like I'm in Jerry Maguire right now, man. Show me yeah, the money. Yeah. It's crazy. I appreciate right you, Mike. <laughs> I appreciate you very much, buddy. Chat's appreciate awesome you very today, much. Man. It is. That's awesome today. It's been fire. Let's, uh, let's get back up here. Some of these other questions, right? Appreciate Domer you, Mike. Grizz. Yes. Domer Grizz's question. In your opinion, is the staff not doing enough to create a culture where players want to stay even if they get passed up, or are the recent transfers just a symptom of current transfer portal era? I, I fault Notre Dame 0% for the guys leaving right now. Yeah. Because, look, this is a part of it. Like, 
Lorenzo Styles was expected to be Notre Dame's leading receiver last year, and he's now fifth and yeah. might be falling. He wants to play. I got no problem with him somewhere else. My issues with Lorenzo Styles aren't him leaving. It's how he conducted himself when he was here. That's my issue. I, I don't think Tyler Buckner should have left, but I have no problem with him leaving. Right? I transferred after my yeah. freshman year. Uh, guys are going to leave. And in some cases, you're going to want them to leave because you need the scholarships or because of personality differences. So, I'm, I mean, Lou Holtz had guys leave. Yep. I mean, Arnold Ollie played a ton for them on the 88 freshman team. He transferred. Kent Graham transferred because he wasn't playing enough. This is not and new. Dor- Dorsey Levin's transferred Dorsey too. Dorsey Levin's he? transferred. That's yeah. absolutely correct, yeah. Ryan. And, and there's plenty of guys. Yeah. So this isn't new. And you're going to have transfers. The problem is when you see mass exodus happening, especially from certain positions. So like that year we had all the guys leaving from receiver in like a year. You had like five guys leave the program in like a year at wide receiver. That's a problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If like five offensive linemen transferred out this offseason, you'd be like, yo, there's a problem in the offensive line room. I'm just thinking of a position where they could lose a big number. I've heard nothing like that on the offensive line. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I, so, I, I see no issue. It's just, yeah, it's just the way it is right now. And, and I don't, like Tyler Buckner's situation is unique because, I mean, the, the one time transfer portal thing obviously factors into it. But I mean, I, I understand his desire to. Matter of fact, I also think I also think Tyler. I could be wrong on this, but I think Tyler's on pace to graduate at the end of this next semester as well, because he was an early enrollee. So he could have he even if the one time transfer wasn't here. I think Tyler would be on pace to graduate early to where he could go. I also think Drew Pine got his degree. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. I'm not, but uh, I do believe that Tyler is on pace to get his degree, which means he could have transferred anyway, even without the one time rule. So. Um, uh, it's just the nature of it. If you start saying like, whoa, this is odd, you know, I, and I also think it's a, it's a, it's symptom, it's symptom of not just the transfer portal era, but that's just the, the poor, the, where we are in our society. It's this instant gratification. And if I don't get what I want, I'm leaving, screw it. I'm quitting basically. Right. I can't stand it, but that's where we are as a society. I mean, the conversations I've had with friends of mine recently, is just like, I had a friend of mine just say, like, kids are soft nowadays. I'm like, some are, right? Some are. But yeah. it's not so much that kids are soft. It's that they've been told this is okay to handle things this way. If kids were not able to conduct themselves this way, they'd stay and fight. But they don't have to. Why, why should they? You know what I mean? And and what you're seeing at the Division One level is what we've seen at the Division Three level for decades. Because there is no sit out rule the division three yeah. level so you see all this kind of stuff now part of that's because kids have to pay their own way there but i'm talking about the roster turnover it's not good for the game but more importantly it's not good for young people to have that this way where i don't have to fight i don't have, do you know how many kids would have quit the 1988 team before they ever got a shot to be i mean i've talked to some of these guys i'd have left after my freshman year the way it is now and i would and i would have and i would have missed out on so much because of it Right, I have no problem with Kent Graham transferring. He wasn't going to play at Notre Dame. Yeah, no problem. I mean, Dorsey Levens was never going to play at Notre Dame. As good as he was, because look who he was sitting behind. You know, it, so I'm okay with that. There's a transferring is, in itself is not bad, right? And for some kids, it's necessary. It's more of the culture that we've created of 
where kids just, if it's not going your way, just leave, find something, don't else, fight, yeah. don't battle. Don't, you know, and, and, and that's not true of every kid that transfers. It's just, it's too much of that. Don't worry about what, how this impacts your teammates. Just you do you. I can't stand that. I can't not in this sport. I can't stand that. All right. Does happen more and more though. Yeah. To your point. Yeah. yeah. Jeff, Jeff Fluke's question. Brian, what song was in your head? I hope it's Natsuki Doer. What? Uh, I don't know. What, what is this from? That, I don't know what the heck that means. Um, Danza Kadur. I don't know what that means. So I, I don't know what that is. I, like late last night, I I tweeted something. I was like, you know, I get songs stuck in my head all the time, right? Oh, okay. But the song that's been stuck in my head the last two days is a song that's in Spanish. I don't understand a word that's being said, but I love it. It's a song by Shakira. I think it's like a Te Felicito or something, Felicito, something like that, because yes. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> but I love the hook. I love the beat. Um, I don't know what the heck they're saying, but this the sound is good. It's just I don't know why it's just been stuck in my head. Uh, and obviously, it's easy for Shakira to get stuck in my head. But, uh, um, yeah, it's just a really good song. Uh, can, and I love you, her um, sound. I really, yeah. I mean, it's genuine. I mean, yeah, she's beautiful and all that, but I, I love her voice. She's got a very unique voice. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Can you that's, sing that's the, song the song for us? No, or... I cannot. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, $299 super chat's not going to get me to sing that song. <laughs> How much a, do you need? How much a, do you need? Hey, I don't speak Spanish, right? You know, no habla inglés. You know, I mean, Espanol, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, no, I don't speak Spanish, but uh, it's a great song, great beat. And there's a dude in it. I don't know the dude's name. I've never heard him before, but uh, he's got a really good sound, too. It's just stuck in my head. But I don't so understand a word that they're saying. So I don't understand a word they're saying. What I did was I did I did take the I did take the main like the the main uh, chorus type Google of thing translate. and I and I put it to you know the Spanish to English translate. It's like oh okay yeah. now I understand at least what they're talking about. I don't know what the heck sure. they're saying, but I know what they're talking about now. So, uh, but yeah, that's the song that stuck in my head. It was funny, like the 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 responses that people gave to it was pretty funny. But yeah, it's fantastic. It's a good song. Really good. Hips song. don't lie. I want to see a rendition of Hips Don't Lie by yeah. Brian Driscoll on this podcast. Please. No, no you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. Trust yes, me. I, you yes, don't. I do. I do. Believe that. All right. Let's move on to Rob Hoskins' question. Rob's Ryan question. is going off the rails, everybody. Oh, I'm not, man. I haven't had any coffee today either, which is pretty wild. Yeah. Rob's question. Part one. Great article about Tyler Buckner on the boards. If he decided to come back, would you, as the coach, take him back or have a team meeting first and have input from the team then i'll go to part two here yeah part two is i remember oh sorry you want to answer this first no i did that no i i didn't mean to do that i wanted you to read part two and then i clicked away from it i wanted you to remember it (laughs) gotcha i remembered katie's comments from yesterday about setting up a precedent what would you do well in this particular instance the coaches already have a pretty good idea of how tyler buckner is viewed by his teammates Sure. So I don't think that a, a team meeting is needed. I think that they're aware of what the teammates feel about Tyler's decision and why. I think there's a there's a clear recognition of, you know, the thing about Tyler, Tyler's not like a a real rah-rah guy. One of the things I've heard about him is he's had kind of a, a girlfriend most of his time. He, he spends a lot of time with her. He's just, you know, like, it just, he's not like at all the parties and center of attention. It's just not who he is. He's more of a quiet, reserved guy. So he's different, but he's still respected. He's still liked because yeah. they accept him for expect accept him for who he is, which is that's just Tyler being Tyler. But I know when he get when he get on the pads, he's going to ball out. He's going to 
you know, and he's well liked by his teammates. That's why I didn't like, I, I was told that other sites were reporting that there was a locker room issue and I haven't heard any of that stuff. No locker room issue. And if there's going to be a locker room issue when a quarterback left, it would have been when Drew Pine left. He was much more of that leader, you know, rally the troops kind of. He just wasn't as good as Tyler. So there's no need to have a team meeting. I, I want to also make sure that, that that I'm clear about this. I never said I wouldn't take Tyler Buckner back. I right. never said that there's not scenarios where you would take embrace a player back. My point was simply that I would not have uh, I would not have wanted wanted it announced i didn't start but somebody made a really good point i don't remember if it was on the message board or in the chat but i remember somebody else saying this and it hit me so this was not an original thought by me but somebody said it makes a lot of sense hearing that he might come back by the way he had made that announcement for him to say why would he say that he's got the option of coming back if that's not already in his head I didn't think about that. Like, I just was like, okay, he's leaving. Like, you don't, you know, it is what it is. And that's a great point. If, if Tyler's saying, thankfully, basically the door to come back is still there. Then in his head, he was already thinking about possibly coming back. I, my only issue is again, I wouldn't have said it publicly. Cause again, it sets a bad precedent. I don't want it out there that you can go test the waters. And if you don't like what's out there, you can come back. I, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that yeah. to be the option where then the next time some kid says, well, I want to do that too. Well, no, well, hold on a second. You let t- now all of a sudden you're starting to have locker room issues. Right. Well, I, I think the back, I think the background of him being a good part of the team is it makes it different. Right. Brian, like you made the analogy to, do you remember in, um, in uh, what was, um, I can't, believe i'm blanking on the name but the 1980 winter olympics hockey team what is that movie <clears> called what the miracle called? miracle yeah. yeah so a miracle on ice that whole th- that whole scene where they bring in um i think it was like name was like timmy hare or something like that yeah. onto the team right and they like the team was like no no we like this can't be a thing type of thing so like they basically had their own team meeting and brought it to her right. brooks right but like that whole conversation is you're bringing a, a person from the outside that you don't know, right? A guy that isn't used to the program that you don't know in that situation. All these people know Tyler Buckner. All the coaches right. know Tyler Buckner. All the coaches know Tyler Buckner. So to your point, they have a vibe of how Tyler fits into this program. Like this isn't something where it's like, I don't know how he's going to mesh. If he's liked by the by the players, then I don't think that that's a need to have that conversation to your point. And, and somebody said, uh, Katie asked, like, would they bring Prince Kali back? And again, every circumstance is different. Yes. The reason that I personally would not bring Prince Kali back is because he's been telling people he wants to leave for months. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't want, you're not bought in. And, and I understand and appreciate and respect the reasons that you're not bought in. And I, and, and again, some, for some kids, it is better for them to leave. And, and not because they're a bad kid or a, it's just, you're going to have a better shot at playing somewhere else. And I'm totally fine with that. I don't have a problem with that per se. So do what you got to do, man. Uh, it's all yep. good. But, you know, you've said enough to where it's it's best that you leave. We it's it's a it, we both agree it's best for you to leave. Yeah. I would not embrace Lorenzo Styles coming back for a bunch of different reasons. Um, I I would embrace some other I mean there's been other guys that have gone in the portal. I mean, I was all aboard when Houston Griffith said he wanted to come back. I was all about that because the difference between Houston Griffith's situation and this one is when Houston Griffith jumped in a portal that was before Marcus Freeman was hired as the defensive coordinator. 
There's a coaching change, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, and, and Houston had always been a good teammate. He'd been a hard worker. He'd never gotten in trouble. He did. He went to class. He did things the right way. He was well respected in the locker room. Bring him back. You know what I mean? There's been other kids I would have said, bring him back. If Lawrence Keys decided he wanted to come back, I'd have brought him back because of how he was viewed in the locker room. Other guys, oh, you gotta go. You gotta go, buddy. Sorry. Love you. Appreciate you, but you you gotta go. So yeah. it's a circum by circ. It's a situation by situation conversation you need to have. And you know, it's like some kids decommit and you don't try to convince them back because you're like, nope, this is good. Dion Colsey decommits and the stat and Tommy fought hard to get him back because they knew Dion is a fit here and and we want him and need him. Other guys have decommitted and they're like, best of luck to you. You yeah. know, it's the same similar situation in my opinion. So yeah, it's good questions. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. From Fighting Irish Fan 50, uh, 91. Well, I don't know how I almost got 51 out of there. I know Brian said Jaden Riddell isn't a Michael Mayer level player, but is he not better than Jack Larson's ceiling? Notre Dame dropped Jack Nichols commitments in the past could they do a similar for a riddell type player well here's the difference jack larson's really good yes jack nickel jack wasn't a notre dame caliber player well he was good but not at this level right? right like he wasn't a notre dame caliber kid jack larson is i i feel like because jack committed so soon and he hasn't seen the rankings jump that cam williams did that all of a sudden like he's viewed as some like three-star kid jack larson's a good football player He's a very good player. Yeah. He's a top 200 caliber kid. He doesn't have great size. He's not burnt. He's a great round. I mean, what I've said about Micah Gilbert, I also believe about Jack Larson. He has three or he's in the top three or four of the best catchers of the football in the tight end class in the country. I really like the Nick O'Leary cop, man. Jack Larson yeah. is very Nick O'Leary-ish. Yeah. Uh, he was a very you. good college player. You don't very always like player. my comps, so I like that one. But I, what I was, like good comps. But I like what, good comps. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Hey, Ryan, real quick, we're going to now have a meeting after the show. We're going to have some things to talk about. But, no, what was Nick O'Leary's greatest strength? Those hands, Phenomenal man. hands Walker. and route running. What yeah. was his biggest knock? 
size and size. speed. Right? He didn't wear gloves. To your, <laughs> but to your point, he was a heck of a college football player. Really good. He was also their t- best, their tight end on the national championship team. And and so, no, Jack's not a top 100 guy because he doesn't have elite size or speed. But that's a darn good football player. So, no, you don't want to do that to Jack Larson. Like, because he's really good. I want him. Yeah. And honestly, I think his attitude better fits Notre Dame than Jaden Riddell's. That's the other part of it. Jaden Riddell is not that much better than Jack Larson. Is he better? Yeah, he is. Jack, to me, is a top 200 kind of guy. Jaden Riddell is a borderline top 100 guy. I have him in the bottom half of 100, right? Like 70, like 70 to 100 for me for Jaden Riddell. I don't, you may have him a little bit higher. Jack Larson's a top 200 guy for me. That's not a huge difference. I wasn't that hot. I mean, I, I liked Riddell, but I was I was actually higher on Jack on um on Carter Nelson personally. Oh, but that was just well, my opinion. What, what, yeah. what I had said, Ryan, and, and I yeah. and I and I and I think you and I have talked about this. Jane Riddell's the better receiver or the better player now compared to Carter yes, Nelson. As a tight end. Carter yeah, Nelson sure. has the higher upside. That that's yep. I mean, top, Carter Nelson has one of the three or four highest upsides in this class. Yes. He just needs to develop his body in his game because of he plays eight man football and he's skinny. He's a yep. shooting guard right now. Yes, <laughs> but there's not this giant gap between Jack Larson and Jaden Riddell, in my opinion. Yeah. There isn't, and and I think that Jaden Riddell has kind of come into this whole thing of a uh, he's the hot name. He's his rankings have grown, but when Jack Larson committed, he was higher ranked than Jaden Riddell by most. He was, but there's just no reason not to jump him up now. So I'm I have no desire, no desire to push Jack Larson out of this class. And you know who else doesn't have a desire to push him out of the class? Notre Dame. Yeah, they love Jack Larson. They do. Right now, you may not as a fan, and that's cool. But the but because who the other thing about Jack Nickel is there was not a, there was not consensus agreement that they should have taken him in the first place. There was no disagreement on taking Jack Larson. None. Everybody yeah. liked Jack Larson and still do. And the guy that recruited him and wanted him is now the offensive coordinator. Yes, <laughs> he's not going anywhere. Nor should yeah. he, in my opinion. So they're different types of players and. uh there's also something to be said that for guys who are completely bought in and Jack Larson is completely bought in. Like his, we can't as fans get pissed off when kids who are committed then start m- going around when we then say, well, maybe they should drop this kid because somebody else better came along. No, no. Yeah. Like there's a time and a place for that. But the time and the place is when there's some sort of unique circumstance. Cedric Irvin's situation was unique circumstance because the coach he committed to was no longer here. Right. Coaching change. Yep. The two coaches that primarily drove him coming, Brian Kelly and, and Lance Taylor, were gone. And the new coach said, hey, look, I don't think you can play for me. I respect that. I know they didn't like it, but I, I would you rather have them lied to you and brought you here knowing you'll never play there? Or can you maybe go to Stanford where they where you can play there? Jack Larson's situation is everybody that wanted Jack Larson is still here, including the quarterback in that class. So why, why would yeah. you push him out of the class? That kids can play. So, um, yeah, uh, fair question, just not, um, not, not where reality. I would go with this one. Yeah. 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 Here, here's an interesting one, Ryan. Question is from Adam Blair. Do you guys think Cam Williams is the best receiver in the country? Personally, I do. Adam, we, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. And I think me and Brian were pretty much on the same wavelength that Cam is definitely a top five receiver in the 2024 class, in my opinion. But I mean, <sighs> There's other guys that are very good, right? Like it's it's like yeah. he's in the conversation with a bunch of studs, though. 
But I mean, you have Jeremiah Smith, Michael there's, Hudson. Like, there's some guys, man. It's there's really two class. right now, Ryan, that I would definitely have ahead of Cam. Yeah, but that's the only ones that I would definitely say, and that's Jeremiah yeah. Smith and Micah Hudson. I'll say this is that Cam has put him in the conversation with anybody nationally yeah. with the season he just had, though. Like, he has, yeah. like, literally, it's not, it's not idiotic to say like who's better, Cam Williams or. Micah Hudson, for instance, like that conversation could be. Had, I would entertain man, it. Same with yeah. Jeremiah Smith. I'd entertain yeah. it. Now, I would, I would rank those guys higher than Cam. Absolutely. Jeremiah Smith would be because he's so big. I mean, he's huge, and he can run. Micah Hudson because he's so dynamic and explosive. Yeah. But Cam brings things to the table that Micah Hudson doesn't, and Micah Oops. Hudson brings things to the table that Cam Williams doesn't. Right. That, and that's true of of Jeremiah Smith as well. You know, and there, there's some other really good receivers in this class. It's, it's, you know, but Cam's in that conversation, Ryan. Absolutely in that conversation yep. with those guys. We'll find out if, you know, where he's going to end up. But yes, he, he, I grade him as a top 50 player right now. He's not quite a five star guy for me just yet. And the only two guys that I have have given a five star grade to in this class uh, are actually the only one is Jeremiah Smith. I had Micah Hudson as the four and a half star guy too, but that was off of sophomore film. I've not regraded him from junior film. I, w- I would imagine that after watching it, because my grade is not a gut. It's I actually have a grading system that I yeah. evaluate and grade. Sometimes guys don't grade. Like, I remember this, like Kurt Heinisch coming out was a guy that I didn't think that was going to grade all that high, but then when I actually popped in his grade and graded him, I graded out higher than I thought he was going to grade out. That's just because your gut sometimes it's 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 easier for your gut to express the bias that you have than it is for a a, a detailed grading system. Because I for me for receivers I've said this I have a bias towards big receivers. Yeah. So I come up with a grading system that kind of changes that a little bit, and, or or somewhat pushes back on that because there's so that the size and strength doesn't dominate the grading system like other things, and so. Um, but my gut is that, based off junior film, my cousin's is going to be a five star. I just haven't yeah. typed in the numbers like I had before. That special makes sure I'm clear. But, but I'll say this: if Cam Williams has a jump even close to what he had from sophomore to junior year, then he is going to yes. be in that conversation as well. 100%. <laughs> that was a 100%. massive. Jump. I mean, yeah. you're not nuts for bringing it up now. Like I, I at one at no point in time we say, "Hey, Adam, you're wrong. Right. You're wrong, exactly. dude. You're yeah. dead wrong. You're nuts." Right? It's no a conversation. I, I, it's a conversation to have. I just personally. If I'm being honest and fair, I just think those two kids right now I grade out higher. I haven't I haven't seen everybody, but I've yet and I've seen I've probably graded 50 receivers in the 2024 class. And those are the only two right now that I have graded higher than Cam so far. There's some other guys I gotta see though. That's why I'm just not willing to say for sure he's number three, because there's right. just not enough guys. And speaking of, I'm I'm bring this this one up here real quick because I want to speak on this one. Question from Archer452. What's up, Archer? He said, Ohio State wide receiver class is shaping up to be Jeremiah Smith, Mylon Graham, and Jeremiah McClellan, and taking Josiah Trader if he decides he wants to leave Florida. That could uh, that could be Heartline's best class yet, which is saying something. I'm going to disagree with that. I don't think it's as good as last year's class. I don't. I, I just got done saying I think Jeremiah Smith is my – top receiver, but they also signed my top receiver last year in Brandon Ennis. Yeah, Brandon and, is really good. And, um, you know, Mylon Graham is really good. He's a borderline top 100 guy. He's not a five-star like people make him out to be. Like, on three has him as a five-star. Have you seen Mylon Graham's junior film, Ryan? I have. He's very good. 
very fast. If he had <laughs> grades and wanted to come to our name, I'd take him in a heartbeat. But yes. he's more 75 to 120 ish for me. Jeremiah Clellan is more of a 150 ish to 200 kind of guy to me. I haven't seen Josiah Trader. I don't believe good. he's really good. Yeah. Uh, but last year's class to me, I mean, you had you had Brandon Ennis was in my top ten. Cardinal Williams was a or Cardinal Tate was a top fifty player, and I had Noah Rogers as a top fifty player. I had three top fifty players in last year's receiver class for all state, and then the other kid that they got, the other Rogers Chris, kid, Chris Rogers, yeah. I liked a lot. I mean, he's a really good player. So I don't think this class now. Look, Archer, that could change after senior film, right? Because I'm grading that class off of senior film. But even if I go back to what sophomore film was, I actually had Cardinal Tate graded out higher, excuse me, junior film. I actually had Cardinal Tate graded out higher after his junior year than his senior year. I didn't, I, I don't think he should have gone to IMG. I don't think he, I don't think he improved on the field at IMG. Now it might've made him better in some ways. It's going to help him in college, but just from my evaluation ability. I have a hard time saying this year's class is going to be as good as last year's, just because I don't think Graham and McClellan are what some of the ranking services make them out to be. I don't, I don't know what your um, stance is on that part, Ryan, but like when I look at Jeremiah McClellan, I see people ranking him in the top hundred, and I'm just like, I don't. I, I think I McClellan's a top that. 150 kid. I think yeah. he's a top 150. And that's fair. I'm with yeah. you on that. Um, and then I think Mylon Graham, I saw, I think it's on three that has him ranked in the top 20. So looking at Jeremiah McClellan, his ranking actually right now is where it should be. He's ranked between 142 and 200. ESPN doesn't mount top three. So his his ranking is actually fair. That's that's fair. Mylon Graham is now a consensus top 50 recruit. And he's high, as high as 12 and as low as 46. And I like him a lot. I don't see him. He's not there for me. You know what I mean? And if I'm looking at last year's class, he's he's my fourth receiver. He'd be of the last two years, Mylon Graham's fifth for me. I'd have Jeremiah Smith ahead of him, obviously. I'd have Carnell Tate. I'd have Brandon Ennis, and I'd have Noah Rogers. And matter of fact, just so I can say that I have watched him, I'm actually going to pull up Josiah Trader now, Ryan, yeah. and um, and and watch him. So it's Josiah, correct? Josiah, isn't Trader. that? Yeah, right. Josiah. So I'll watch him now too. Uh, but isn't he from the same high school as um, Bredel Richardson? Or am I thinking of, is it a different high school? Is it Carol Day? Carol. No, Carol that's Wood? right. It's Shamanad. That's right. He's from Shamanad Madonna. Oh yeah, he's the Madonna. Yeah, Shamanad Madonna. That that roster's stupid, yeah. by the way. The now, now listen, Archer. Don't get it twisted. That's a really darn good receiver class if they get all four of those guys. Don't don't don't. I'm. T- I just think that last year's Ohio State class was insane, and it was better than the one the year before. I mean, it. Last year's Ohio State class for me is on par, Ryan. You, with the Marvin Harrison Emeka class because I mean that class was really good, but I think what makes the last year's receiver class so good isn't just that the 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 top two guys were so good and ranked so high. It's that how much I liked three and four. You know, because like you, you look at the 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 year from the year before, you had a Mecca and Marvin Harrison, and then your number three receiver was Jaden Ballard. He's a nice player. There's a big drop off between those first two guys and Jalen Ballard. The the Brandon Innes as a prospect is not as good as Marvin Harrison, but he's close. Cardinal Tate to me is pro to me actually is a prospect. It's very similar, if not slightly better than Emeka was. The the top two's point is they're very similar. Yeah. 
Noah Rogers was a much better prospect coming out than Jaden Ballard, in my opinion. And then that class only had three. And then this class had also then had the other Rogers. What's his first name again? Why Bryce, Bryce, Bryce Rogers. Bryce. Yeah. Bryson. Yes. Bryson Rogers. So uh, he's a really good football player. So I'm going to, as we're going to the next question, I'm going to watch the shy trader, but uh, just to kind of give my opinion on that one, but, uh, but I don't think he's committed. He's not committed yet. Right. No, no, I didn't think so. Okay. So let's move on to the next one. Next question from Rob Lobo. One, two, three says, does the coaching staff consider moving Rico to safety? If there are no good safeties in the Puerto Rico's high school coach thought he was a better safety than receiver. No, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I would coach say that I literally talked I never to heard the coach that. before. Yeah. I never heard that either. But yeah. I, uh, I don't care if you thought that, I mean, look, you need to find other safeties, but I just, I'm not taking a guy from, cause now all of a sudden, if you, if you take, if you move, look, Notre Dame is fine right now at receiver after losing Lorenzo styles because of where they are, but they can't afford another loss at receiver. Right. That's my point. Yep. And especially a guy that, that you think can play for you right now. I just I, – I couldn't do that. There's plenty of corn – remove Ryan Barnes, who actually plays defense. Because here's the thing. If you move Rico, you've got to teach him everything. <laughs> everything. You're just adjusting a kid moving to safety. I mean, there's some alignments. you got to teach him that. But he already ha- he already knows what the coverage structures are. He already kind of has an idea of what the calls on defense are. It's not as big of a change. You move a kid who's only been here a semester to defense when his whole thought process playing offense – that doesn't make a lot of sense, and there's no way. If I was Chancey Stuckey and Jared Parker, that's one of those ones I am I'm fighting hard, hard to get that one negated. Yeah. Hard. Like, I'm not letting that happen. Not letting that happen if I have any chance of, of avoiding it. I, I never saw any uh, Rico film on defense. I'm trying to like I did. Back there were some. He, was a, he would yeah. hit you, and he would stick you. But I, I view him as just a kid who was very athletic not necessarily a kid that was a, a natural safety for yeah. me. Uh, but yeah, he's a much more natural wide receiver than he has might, a safety. I might opinion. have to, hit, I might have to hit his coach up and see if he did actually say that. That's interesting. Yeah. If so, yeah, uh, he, and he could have just been hyperbolic just to make a point about how, how good the kid is too. Yep. All right. Here we go. Next question from Andrew Burke. Do you think Marcus Freeman approved Tyler's post about jumping into the portal why would Tyler post that if he wasn't already leaning? To this come is back? the one. This is oh, so so the 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 post I was referring to earlier. This must have been the one. So it was Andrews that I was looking at. Yeah. Um. Uh, I, what I have said is I wouldn't have had him post that. I don't think Tyler post that if Marcus Freeman doesn't t- you know isn't okay with it. I, I probably not. He doesn't seem like a kid to do that. No, right? Not at and all. And they also have to make that graphic and everything too. Correct. Right? It's like correct. Yeah, I believe yeah. I believe Notre Dame usually makes that stuff for them. Yes. Yeah. So. I'm. I was him. I would not have allowed him to do that, or I would have asked him not to do that. Just to, and I would explain. I would explain to him why. Again, these are these are he's 20 years old. Like I can talk to him like an adult, right? I mean, you're you're an adult. You're supposed. There's a chance you could be my starting quarterback. I need you to be an adult. So we're gonna sit down and say, look, Tyler. Here's the reason I don't want you to say anything about this. Let's just you know let people know this is what you're gonna do. And if you decide you want to come back, you know we would love to have you back. Mm-hmm. That that's all. And it's not like this, oh, gosh, such a stupid thing to do. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't think that would have been is the right move. And it was definitely not one that I would have um, gone to. So a little more receiver recruiting here. 
Coleman Smith says, is Notre Dame's chances with Jeremiah McClellan completely shot? Haven't heard anything about him in a while on any site connected to Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, Coleman, we talked about this a month ago, probably. Like, yeah, Yeah. I mean, at least a month ago. Notre Dame basically, you know, it's just there are other players on the board that they've decided to focus on. So Jeremiah McClellan is not being looked at by Notre Dame any longer. We kind of went through it earlier. The wide receivers that Notre Dame is – keeping close ties on obviously that we've talked about is obviously cam williams we talked about isaiah canyon we talked about micah gilbert talked about jason robinson jr those are kind of the guys that they have zeroed in on most and then if they miss on those guys that next level board is like brito richardson josiah brown um, josiah brown it's they've pretty much moved on from jeremiah mcclellan a while ago yeah and it like i said before it was about the time that they started making their push for isaiah canyon Who's a? I mean, all three of those guys to me are better prospects than Jeremiah McClellan, who I like, by the way. He's a good player. I just think his. I think his. You know what I think? I think Jeremiah McClellan's a really good football player, but I think his ceiling is a little bit more limited compared to those other guys. That's my issue with him, Ryan. But he's a good football player. He is. That'd be a good he's pickup a good for Ohio State. He's yeah. a. He's a kid that's got a chance to be a, one of those really polished kids. Like he. He's not going to be like a burner. He's going to be that guy that's just like really good route runner, knows how to get open. And, you know, you look at him and say, boy, this guy doesn't have the 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 camp times, but he's just a really good football player. I, that's that's how I feel about Jeremiah. So I don't want this to come across, oh, he stinks. He's not that good. Oh, good riddance. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I just think there's better guys on the board. You don't call a kid a top 200 player nationally that stinks, right? Like that's- Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's a good football player. Yeah. Uh, I just think there's better guys. Than, and if they weren't on Isaiah Canyon and Micah Gilbert and Jason Robinson, I'd, I'd be happy to be on Jeremiah McClellan. It's just I'm okay with them passing on him because there are better players. There's no other reason. And from everything we've been told, Ryan, you've gotten to know him. He's a pretty yeah. good kid. He's right? I mean, good. He'd fit at yeah. Notre Dame. There's no doubt. I just think there's just better players on the board, in my opinion. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. 
serving collectors since 1945.